I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're gonna to be talking about devastated and outraged. Wow, well, both of those, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> devastated, I think, is a pretty common feeling after a breakup, right? And that means he's sad. Yeah. yeah. Outraged, that's interesting. It's saying he's angry. Yeah, very angry. Yes, outraged, I yeah. I don't think many people are outraged in a breakup, but we're going to look at a situation where somebody was feeling devastated and outraged. Okay. This is quite a story All right. we're going to be talking mm -hmm. about today. I got an email coaching that I thought you guys might find helpful. And this is from a guy who is in his later 30s. He was dating a girl who was 18 years old. Oh, so, Lord. We're talking about a huge age gap here. And, you know, not just a huge age gap, but we're looking at a very young girl who's barely at a high school. A 20-year age gap. Yeah. yeah not roughly. only that, but from sort of childhood to mature adulthood. Well, that's my point, yeah. is that we're not looking at a, a yeah. girl who's 26 with a guy who's 42. We're looking at 18, 18. Yeah. which is very young. Right. And we're going to be looking at that. And you could talk about that a little bit, too, okay. because there's a lot that comes with being that age, right? Absolutely. Because, <clears throat> um, you are you know, when you're only 18, I mean, many of you are still in high school. I mean, or have never even had a job or have just gotten a job you're living with your family right. you don't you've never paid a bill no you've never done anything yeah. for yourself you haven't learned that much about the world because you haven't had time yet meanwhile somebody that's in their late 30s has been in the dating world for many many years right right absolutely you should have and has an established job and an established adult identity and all those things yes yeah so it's a big big difference they both work at a restaurant and I don't know if that's where they met um, because they seem to have similar jobs. Um, but let me just get into the story. He said, our relationship lasted 10 months. In that time, she lived with her parents, which seems likely at 18, with me and got an apartment with a coworker. We met at work last year when she was only 17 and had an on-again, off-again boyfriend at the time. I never really considered her a romantic option. Eventually, we grew closer over time. She broke up with her boyfriend, who was then 18, and verbally abusive and manipulative to her. About three weeks later, she, we started dating. We fell in love and things were good. The lockdown hit in March, and both of us were out of work. 
We spent most of that time together. Occasionally, she would have a depressive episode. And Margaret, you and I have seen a lot of people that struggle with anxiety and depression feel that even more so because of COVID and lockdowns. Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> but they spent a lot of that time together. Yeah, but okay. I think because people don't have the distractions of sports and entertainment and going out, it's, they're impacted even oh, more. Oh, absolutely. I want to know what her parents thought about this. Because she mm -hmm. was continuing to live at home when she was dating him. And then, then she, she moved lived with in him. with him and then with a, a and friend. And then with a friend. Yeah. Okay. Occasionally, she would have depressive episodes. So that says she's got some mental health issues going on. Reading. Well, her situation would be depressing. I'm sure her family was upset with her. and mm -hmm. Yeah. And... She had a verbally abusive uh, boyfriend, yep. and he was manipulative, manipulative. so she's had um, some issues going on there, too. Yep. Okay. She would isolate herself and not communicate. I told her I didn't know how to help her, only that I would be there for her with her pain. Well, that was good. Yeah, that was supportive. It's a good yep. sign. This would happen every couple of weeks and last no more than one to two days. In the middle of June, we had a perfect day at the beach, but later that night she called me screaming and crying. Her father had pushed her up against the wall during an argument. Her family life was unstable. Her father is addicted to heroin. Oh, dear Lord. Her mother is ill with a bleeding issue. And she is one of seven children in a house that is usually in chaos. Oh, Lord. So we got a lot of issues going oh, on here. Oh, heavens, yes. Not only do we have a very young adult, but we have someone who has a very unstable family, an addicted father, mom that has health issues, a bunch of siblings and living in chaos. Is she one of the older? I would guess so. It doesn't, I don't think he says. I came and picked her up and she came to stay with me for about five weeks. I told her she could stay as long as she liked, but she wanted to get a place of her own to go out on her own and moving in was going too fast. So okay. that, that was reasonable yes, of her. Was. Yes, it was. And thank heaven she was out of that house. Yeah. I understood and we agreed her staying with me was temporary for her to save up for her own place. I didn't want to scare her away. So good. He's acting yeah, like an adult here. they both have been acting pretty reasonably yeah. here. Eventually, she got a place several blocks away from mine. In this time, her depressive episodes became more frequent. She always smoked pot on occasion, but I didn't mind. Well, okay, so it sounds like she doesn't have some healthy coping skills mm -hmm. for this depression or stress. Well, I mean, she just left her family on horrible terms, so, mm -hmm. yeah. Eventually, she would smoke every morning as soon as she woke up, as soon as she got off work, and before she went to sleep. Mm -hmm. She would also spend more time with her friends who would smoke very frequently. Mm-hmm. One of her best friends was always opposed to us as a couple because of the age gap. 
And I think most people would find this age gap inappropriate. Absolutely. Right? I don't think that this is an age gap that most average people wouldn't say. That that seems like a huge yeah. age gap. Right. Um, because At other times in life, it wouldn't be that drastic. But this is drastic. Exactly. Because as we say, this this person is not an adult yet by any means. You, you put her at 28 and him at his late 40s, that's, that's a big fine. difference. Yeah. But because she is just getting out of the house, you know, it's very different. I never liked her, but... It put me in an awkward position, meaning the friend. Right. I never bout-mouthed her because I didn't want to drive my girlfriend further into her influence. Mm -hmm. We were just polite to each other. We talked about her depression a few times, and she agreed she needed professional help, but would never make an effort to find it. She preferred to avoid her sadness in smoking. So this poor girl's been through a lot and she's, she's going through, through a lot yeah and she has no distance from it yet and I think she's maybe not ready to go back and look at it all yeah yeah at the end of September she texted me and said we needed to talk I became nervous and googled what this could mean I found some of your videos then before I was supposed to meet her to talk to her she broke up with me via text she was withdrawn and in one of her episodes the two days prior to that. When I received the text, I was devastated and outraged. I drove over there to see her face to face. She let me in and basically repeated the information in the text that I'm attaching. Um, and I don't have that text with me, but it seemed like it was a, f a fairly sincere mm -hmm. and honest text from her. I didn't think she was, like, lying to him or okay. BSing him. What did she say? She needed to be out on her own? Yeah, and that she was struggling with her own personal issues and yeah. stuff like that. I did cry. I asked her if what we had was not worth fighting for. She put her walls up and became silent. I remember what you said not to do. I had only watched a few videos, so I stopped trying to convince her not to do this. I told her this was a mistake and that I loved her. And if she changed her mind, she knew how to contact me. Mm -hmm. Good. Po post breakup, I began implementing no contact. We had some contact in the first week to exchange property and such. The second week, she had other coworkers cover her shift, so I didn't see her for that period of time. Eventually, we didn't have to work together. She was covered in hickeys. Oh my Lord. I was even more devastated. Wow. That would have been pretty shocking. Yes, it would have. I pretended like it didn't bother me, but I was being destroyed inside with rage, sadness, disgust, and I was going insane. I think that was probably the jealousy. I think so, too. But rage is concerning. Yeah. Okay. I mean, any thoughts on rage, Margaret? Well, I mean, it, it sounds like he was infuriated with her, um, which is a little scary, as you say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah, we're talking about a very young girl a here. very young girl here, yeah. I understood she was in the relief stage and tried to calm myself. I was stalking her social media, but I did not watch the stories as she could see those. 
which I know I shouldn't, but I did anyway because the anxiety was overwhelming. Yeah. She kept posting things about wanting to get married and have babies. This girl's all over the place. Yes, of course. <laughs> and she's not old enough for any of that. She wants to move out of her house and be an adult, but she's only just begun. Yeah. Yeah. This only made me worse. In the third week, I was driving to my brother's house, who lives a few week, uh, blocks down from her. I drove past her father. We acknowledged each other, and I went on my way. A few hours later, she posted something like, if I ever love you, I still got love for you, but stay out of my life. Pretty clear. I, yeah, I felt like that was meant for him as yes, well. Yes, that was meant for him. I did the drive-by and didn't even realize it. Three days later, she unfriended me on Facebook. I am, however, not blocked. A few days later, she quit her job. I have the five volumes of the knowledge and I'm working on that, hanging out with friends whenever I can, working out and eating right. I lost 12 pounds and my six pack is even coming back. Good for him. Um, I need a plan going forward. I would like to know what kind of success I might have with this no contact. What advice could you give to my situation? This is an interesting thing that he said here. I really hope no contact isn't a scam because if it is taking advantage of people, hurting them like this is beyond inhuman. I trust that you are genuine and may be able to help me. Whoa. Who's verging on being angry at us? Yes. For the no contact stuff. We're not keeping her from you, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really interesting uh, oh you know uh, of you know saying it was a scam it's a yeah, very unusual it's a very unusual. i don't think i've ever heard anybody say that and why would we what would we get from that more phone calls he thinks yeah yeah I, I i suppose that's what he thinks i mean in what way have we taken advantage of people we have almost 900 videos that yeah. we've put out for free yeah okay and if you think we're making money off of youtube money yeah. think again it was a strange thought Anyway. Yeah. Very, yeah. But then he says, I trust you're genuine and may be able to help you. Well, I think you need to have realistic expectations for this situation. Right. We've got a very young girl here who has some mental health issues and serious family problems. It looks like she may well have a trauma history um, with just a brief description of what's gone on in her house. I'm wondering if she is one of the older ones and was taking care of the younger siblings. He didn't say. In addition to everything else, yeah. Um, but, you know, when you're 18 years old, you're in the very early stages of life and separating from your right. family and become, just starting to explore and she is dating. And just starting all of this, yeah. Meanwhile, just starting to separate from her family. You're closer to 40, meaning you should be in a stage where you're considering or at, at least exploring the idea of marriage and kids and family. And she's nowhere near that stuff. She's no. more of a kid than exploring having kids. And the fact that she's talking about having kids and getting married is a fantasy. Yeah, well, of course, she would like to look for a stable family, the stable family she never had. 
and I'm sure that's what she wants to go directly to. Um, it's not going to work like that. What was though. the deal with the hickeys? Was that to let him know she was acting out sexually? What was that about? Do you think? Um, well, I think she was acting like an 18-year-old girl and probably had some drinks or was wanting to feel better about the breakup yeah. or maybe you know who but knows. But there's a self-destructive flavor of it to me, and then you come in and you you know sort of flaunt that. Um, who knows? But this girl is nowhere ready for getting married and having babies. No. And it sounds like that's something he would want. Well, I mean, he's in that yeah. stage of life. But you have to wait until she's a grown-up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sure what a reasonable success story would be in a situation like this. Right. I mean... If, if she were, suppose they were to marry, um, at this point, the immediate risk would be that he would end up being more of a father figure than a lover, okay? Yep. And he would sort of be the one who was providing the stability and the income while she was still, still busy working, finding herself, becoming an adult, making adult plans for herself, etc. Um, and she sounds like she's years away from that. I agree. She'd have to be out of her house for a while, on her own for a while. And many people cannot go directly from separating from their family of origin, which she has only begun to do, and then making a commitment to somebody else when nothing is resolved in between, you know. Yeah. So I think if, if they were to marry, he would become a parental figure. And that would bring its own set of conflicts. She would feel that he was infantilizing her if he took care of her. She would feel abandoned if he didn't take care of her. It just sounds like it would be a disaster. I think you need to find somebody that would be healthier for you to have a real relationship with. Right. And I know you're not going to want to hear it. Right. I know you're not yeah. going to want to hear it. But I wouldn't be doing a good job if I wasn't honest with you and telling you that I don't think this is a healthy situation. We're not looking at an 18-year-old girl who's healthy and she's, in, you know, done a lot for herself to grow up. We're looking at someone that has a real serious trauma history. And it would appear so. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I mean, dad is a heroin addict. Right. Right. And, and, and he even described the house as chaos. Chaotic. Yeah, chaos. Um, I just find it very difficult to think that this girl is going to want to settle down with somebody. And I think that's kind of what you're hoping for. Right. That and she might settle down and you might have children together. And yeah. He did a lot of things right, it mm -hmm. seems, yes, in this situation where he tried to give her some freedom and he tried to be patient and understanding. And I will give him credit for that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you can't ignore who she is. And sometimes people forget when the relationship feels good to ask whether or not this person is an adult. Yeah. I mean, is she free to make a commitment? Those are my, remember my famous questions there. Is she ready to make a commitment? Possibly not. She's just separating from her family for the first time. Yeah. Okay. So she probably has not yet withdrawn her wish to be with them um, to be able to shift it to you. And is she able to make personal decisions for herself? She's only 18, we can't even tell yet, mm -hmm. you know? So it doesn't look to me like she's ready to make a commitment or in a position to right yet. Yeah. 
and whatever the the hickey business is it's sexual acting out and it's not abusive but it's kind of marginal i think yeah yeah you need to think about all of this stuff and how you want to approach it is up to you it's your life but i seriously consider everything margaret and i are saying here and the stuff that i sent to you in the email coaching because if you don't I think you're going to be the one that winds up getting hurt here. Yes. Um, and the other thing is pure and simple. Sometimes people that young aren't through exploring relationships and partying and absolutely are not ready to settle down. They haven't explored the world at all yet. I'm sure she wants a family because she wants to be loved. She hasn't been. Mm-hmm. And she wants to create what she didn't have. But that doesn't mean she's able or ready to do it. Yeah. Tough situation. I'm sure on many levels you yeah. guys got along very well. Right. And you, I do think she genuinely cares about you. And I do think she genuinely cared about what you had. But, you know, you put her at 28 years old instead. And we're Make probably the not... in the world. Yeah. We're probably not doing a coaching together. Right? But you got to think about this stuff. Okay? Um, well, he's hurt and he's angry. Yeah. I can see. Yeah. Yeah. Breakups are tough, and that's why we're here. And, you know, we encourage you guys to do coachings with us. You know, if you want to get my help personally, go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret, of course, is here for Skype coaching. If you feel that I can be helpful to you, please sign up. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, go to AskCraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.